What is happening, everybody? Thank you for once again tuning in to the Grab Life by the Controller podcast. This episode, we're talking about the one and only Nintendo Entertainment System. As you know, we like to dive in to our subject matter on a personal level. And this week, we are getting extremely personal with producer Peaches, with her experience on this fantastic console. So, without further ado, let's grab life by the controller. It's been a while, but I am super excited to have my lovely smiling wife back on the, the am podcast. Am I smiling? Yes, you are. <laughs> I think it's because of the, uh, the zombie eyes I have going on. You don't have them going on right now. Oh, I don't? No, thank God. What color are they right now? Blue. I don't understand how these work. So, <laughs> my my gorgeous wife brought me home some transitions contacts to try. Transition contacts. Transition contacts. What did I say? Transitioned or I don't know. I, don't know. I think I said it right. Maybe you did. Let me know in the contents. They're con- wow. Well, words see? are hard. Ma- maybe maybe you I didn't. Did. I don't know. <laughs> oh, let us know in the con. Oh my gosh. Comments. <laughs> <laughs> You're throwing me off. I'm not used to having such beauty right next to me. You're not used to having someone in here judging your every comment of context. No, I've missed having my producer with me. But, so she got these transition contacts for me. Yeah, so I was making him him wear them today to see how they worked in the sun because they darken. Um, They're activated by the light. We're not even... You know what? They need to sponsor this podcast. <laughs> well, that's why I haven't said any names. I'm not giving any freebies. There's only one company that does them. But, um... <laughs> Nobody knows that. <laughs> Science! <laughs> so they transition. When he goes out into the light, they also get a little bit by, um... The light from, like, computers or anything. Blue, blue light. But I wanted him to have them because of the blue light. But then we went out to the park today and I was like... Gosh, no! He, I couldn't see his pupils. I couldn't see his beautiful blue eyes. Well, everything looked like one gargantuan <laughs> pupil. It did. It is it seriously so weird. weird. Like, and it didn't. Do, I don't think it will do that to my eyes because I have darker eyes. Yeah, you have beautiful brown eyes. Hmm. With some green in them. Come on, they're hazel. Yeah, but they're not brown. The big doe eyes. <laughs> big doe eyes. I love them. But so essentially, I'm trying these. Because I sit at a computer screen all day. Yep. For work. And so, if you guys are interested, I'll let you guys know how they are. Uh, I don't get fatigue or anything, so I don't know if I'll feel any different. Or if I can even recommend them. But, I guess two weeks will let me know. Yep. So, Peaches, would you like to introduce this week's topic, now that I've babbled on for three minutes? I don't Um... It is the NES, Nintendo Entertainment System. It is. And why are we discussing this? Because Donnie found an amazing deal. And yes, he I did. bought it for him for his birthday. <laughs> yeah. I, I found the control deck. He did. In box, all cables, all power cords, an extra controller... Uh, it came with Mission Impossible and the poster that you could hang up on the wall. That's pretty neat. I mean, neat. the box is in pretty decent shape, too. It is. The box still has the price on it. Yeah. 
So From like 1985. Well, probably. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know either. But I mean, the the Nintendo hit shelves in 1985. I don't know when the Control Deck Edition hit because they had the Action Pack, which had Super Mario 3. Uh, they had. Wait, so the Control Deck isn't. Doesn't have a game with it. Okay, so it's just that. One. It's just okay. the console itself. Okay. Uh, you know, they, they had the, the one with the zapper that came with Mario and Duck Hunt. That's the one that I grew up with. That's the one that I opened up. I mean, they're all the Christmas. same console. They're all the same console. They just came with different... Different accessories. There's one that came with Rob the Robot. I know. I want that. I'm, I know. I've never used... There's only two games that you can use with Rob. And I think he just picks up and stacks and sorts. I don't know. It's like those little cone things that you stack the donuts on from... Well, I'm sure you will find one. One of these days. Yep. My my Nintendo luck has been pretty decent lately. It has been. And our bank account is showing it. <laughs> wow. That's why we donate plasma. <laughs> I'm teasing. So. And we accept donations for this podcast. <laughs> For information on that, go to patreon.com slash grab life by the controller. Yep. Or check out your streams. I mean, the streams are pretty fun, too. The, the streams are fun, and they... He do, he's weird on them, and it's different. It's not family-friendly. So it's not family-friendly. If, if you're with this podcast because you think... I mean, because it's family-friendly, don't go check out the stream. You'll never view us the same. <laughs> Should I edit this segment out? <laughs> no, why? I just wanted to see the look on your face. This is why I love peaches. Like, I did not know that she was going to go into this, so I'm kind of like, where do I go from here? But, so, we were lucky enough to find this control deck uh, on one of our, our new sites, classified sections online. 35 bucks. And that 35 bucks took me back to being a kid. I don't think you ever left that. So I don't I think it took of. you back. It did take me back because as I've progressed with my systems, I've been older. Yeah. I got to get the box because I love what it says on the box. The box is right there. No. So... My birthday's coming up, and I wanted a Saturn, but it's not a priority right now. Not when I could get a piece of my childhood. I've never had a Saturn. So right now, I'm not missing out on anything, but if we would have passed this up, if somebody else would have snagged it before we even made a conscious effort to get it, I would have been devastated. Yeah, I don't think you ever would have let yourself... I, I would have been kicking or myself. forgive yourself. You would no. have just been like, oh, remember the time I missed out on that? Yeah. And then, so I love it because I've never seen one of these in a box, like ever. Because the one I got... Was a hand-me-down. Is a hand-me-down. Was a hand-me-down. So I'll go on. Do you want me to go into that or just... Well, let's, yeah. let's have you say Kay. what you're going to say now and then we'll get into your story. Yeah. Because, so I've never seen the box, and I love reading this, because, you know, I didn't game a ton when I was younger, 
but like and so the graphics now are just like not as mind-blowing as they probably should be I mean they're mind-blowing but anyway so on the box it says the most challenging video game system ever developed which I believe is probably true still to this day yeah I believe is extremely yeah honest advertising and back then you couldn't just Google anything or YouTube to find out how to do anything. No, and we touched on that last week in our code episode. I mean, seriously, how in the world? Yeah, are you supposed Justin to Bailey out? on Metroid? No, that is <laughs> weird. And then uh, we didn't touch on this, but on apparently Donkey Kong Country on the Super Nintendo, the code, and I don't know where you put this in, but. B, A, and then the right shoulder button, right shoulder button, A, and then left shoulder button, it spells barrel. Donkey Kong uses barrels in this game. I mean, he throws barrels. Yeah. But, I mean, who figures out this stuff? And, I mean, I think you put that in at the title screen because that's where you put in the Contra code. And then I think it gives you 30 lives. Oh, snap. So, but. I may be able to get past the first. (laughs) Get past Minecart Madness? Yes. And so, and then the next thing it says is astounding game graphics. Astounding game graphics. They really were, though. And then realistic 3D images. Were they realistic? Were they 3D? See, that's what what I'm trying to think of. I'm like, I don't know. They don't have sexy polygons. Yeah. I I freaking love 8-bit, though. 8-bit will forever. It's true. Like, hold a chunk on my wrist. <laughs> <laughs> on my forearm. So, and then vivid color and sound. I love the sound. The sound is... Unbreakable Determination, Ninja Gaiden, Building on Fire, and then like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. The colors were... They were probably more vivid than before, right? But they're definitely not, like, bright. It depends on what game you're playing. Because mm. Mega Man and DuckTales had some... Pretty okay, yeah. bright colors. That's true. And they had such a better palette selection than ColecoVision, uh, Atari, and Television. Well, that's why I'm saying, like, so they had vivid colors compared to. Yeah, but you, even you then, it's not like a super vivid. So it's just funny because, like, this then really what it was all of these things. But, like,. 34 years later. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, and then the last thing says powerful accessories. I have to name them all, but I just thought that the um, realistic 3D images were the funniest. I'm like, are we really, like, all square? Well, no, I'm trying to think of games that would be considered 3D, and I honestly can only think of Super Mario Bros. 3. Yeah, and that is. And the only reason why I say that is because of the background. Yeah. How it has the shadow and everything. Yeah. That has to be what it's talking about. But. Maybe, I don't know. But Super Mario 3 didn't come out until the end of the NES lifespan. Hmm. I don't know then. Yeah. <laughs> but. So, yeah, I never got mine in box. I got mine in a tote container. 
right? Those little plastic big containers. Yeah, like a Rubbermaid or something. Right. Um, in probably 95, 96, around there. Maybe even 96, 97. Anyway. So you were sporting the NES when the N64 and the PlayStation yes. were around. Yeah. So the, yeah, because my neighbor had a NES and anyway, he brought that over. But my cousin, um, he gave it to us and it had everything you could think of because it had the... Everything to make me jealous. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I had a regular controller growing up. What did Peaches have? I was hoping you were going to say it because I can't think of the power stick. The NES Advantage. <laughs> See, it was easy for me to guess wrong on your Instagram page because I was like, what the hell is this called? <laughs> I had it, but I have no idea what it's called. I couldn't figure out how to work it. Okay, so I had this amazing setup of a NES, right? I had, and I knew how to make it work perfectly and everything. But I could not figure out how to make that, what did you call it? The Advantage. The Advantage. Why is it called? I don't like that. It's a controller, so I needed yeah, it to it have a Yeah, but it gives you an advantage. I needed to have a controller name. Do, 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 do. <laughs> no. Pew, pew. Well, not on the games I played, I guess. Like Mario. I it made my it. guy run. I don't know. I think I hit, like, I... It doesn't make Mario run unless you hold the B button. Well, then something I played, every time I clicked on the wrong thing, it would just, like, run, and I was unable to control the guy. I wonder what that was. Because it was, like, turbo, I think it says on there. On the controller? No. I don't know. No, there's a turbo right? on the controller. That's one of the things that makes it awesome. Do you want me here? Let me so. keep, keep telling your story, and I will go get the advantage. Okay. So, anyway, my cousin sent it to me. He's probably... Um, I don't know, five or six years older than me. So he sent it, not to me, sorry, to our family because, like, they had all the cool things, but... Okay, that button yes, turns so, on the turbo for B. Exactly, so if that, that got one, hit down, then it, like, screwed me over, and I didn't know that until... But you could even adjust the dials at the top so the turbo doesn't do anything. What? See, I didn't know that. That's why it really gives you an advantage. And then the slow button, some most annoying button on any video game. I remember accidentally bumping that at my neighbor's house. And it slows it down by hitting the pause repeatedly. So you get the yeah, pause noise. Yeah. Just like I think I've done instant. that too on there. And I seriously, so I never use the NES Advantage. I had it, I tried it, and none of the games like Will of Fortune that I played. <laughs> Plus, it has a two-player. No one ever played with me. I was always alone. I would play with you. I know. <laughs> I love playing with you. Yeah. So, anyway, it was super cool when I got it. I was excited. Um, like I said, nobody in my family really played it. They were just like, whatever. So, we hooked it up. And I'm sure I've told this story, but we hooked it up um, out to an old tube TV and a playhouse that we had in our backyard. CRT. Yeah. Tube TV, CRT. I know. Um, and I would go out there and I would just play it for hours. Stop. Boop. <laughs> 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 Am I that boring? No. That you have to just be like. You threw me off earlier, so I'm throwing you off now. I'm 
I'm eating cinnamon bears, by the way. Yeah, and he, he was, like, trying to put one in my mouth, and I was like, well, this is going to get stuck on my teeth. I'm not going to be able to talk. What's going to happen? <sighs> but then, so I would go out into my playhouse and play. <laughs> I love it. And see, my sober brain can get back on track pretty fast. So <laughs> I would play out there, and I, I've told this story multiple times, but I love it, and I still think it's hilarious because if one of my kids were to come to me, like, I didn't go with anyone, but if my kids were to come in crying, like, hysterically, and I would have been like, what's the matter? What happened? And they were like, I lost the game. I would have been like, are you kidding me? You're, like. Just a game, get over yeah, it. Yeah, just okay, you're never playing the game again because you're obviously... <laughs> no, but then, like, I feel like I would say that, but then knowing now, like, you only have so many lives. And then I was in the last castle on my last life, right? So I would... On what game? <sighs> Super Mario Brothers. Is that what it was? Super yeah, Mario Brothers. And I remember pausing it for, like, hours at a time so I could, like, run in and eat and then come back out and play. Because there's no save points, right? Yeah. No save points. Okay, see, I mean, this was a long time ago, <laughs> and, kids. And one of, the, one of the tricks <laughs> that we had to do at my house, because if my dad saw that little button glowing, he would walk over and, boop, <gasps> turn it off. Did you cover it with a tape? Well, yes, see, mine was, like, not even in the house that my family was. It was in our little playhouse that my dad's so a contractor, so we had... You didn't have to hide it. I didn't, because nobody Nothing. went in there. Because it's a little two-story playhouse that um, my stepdad built. It has electricity. There was no AC, so I, during the summer, I would roast out there. And I didn't care. And anyway, I went. I had one more guy. I was on the boss, and I died. And I just was like, Devastating. No! I, and I don't think I ever played the game again, honestly. Um, I went in, I was bawling my eyes out, I was trying to just get to my room so I could scream into my pillow, and, <laughs> I, my mom was like, what's the matter? And I was like, nothing! She's like, no, what happened? I was like, I just lost my game! <laughs> and she didn't understand, she still doesn't understand. No, she... because they have no idea how hard <laughs> it really is. Yeah. I still have yet... To beat the original. I mean, Mario. yeah, really? Yeah, I, I can I get to Bowser's Castle. I have not Googled to find <laughs> out what the exact path is that you have to take because if you oh. go up the wrong thing, you hear the burp, burp. yeah, that one was always. Yeah, I haven't done that yet. Because that wasn't the one that I almost beat then. Because that's not right. That's not the one that I was seeing. You or were, is it? You were telling me that it was the original Super Mario Brothers. Wow. <sighs> Maybe I did figure out the path. Or maybe you couldn't figure it out, and that's why mm -mm. you... No, I remember specifically getting to whichever one I was playing. And see, it was so traumatizing that I blocked out what game it is. Because, <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, that is my experience with the NES. I would say that Will of Fortune would have to have been my most favorite game to play because I could play it alone and against the computer, and I would still kick butt. For all of us listening, which version of Will of Fortune are you talking about? Because the Van White edition sucks. 
I like the Vanna White one. But no, it wasn't that one. I it like, was, I think it's the original. I think I like so the too. overhead view when you spin the wheel on the original. Yeah. I don't like how you spin the wheel in this one. Yeah, I like the overhead view. I like the original. So it's the, so it's a gray cartridge, right? Mm -hmm. And it has the green background with uh, Wheel that, of Fortune that, colorful. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the one I had. Um, I don't know. There was a ton of games, mostly fighting ones, because it came from a boy cousin. Fighting ones? Like, what kind of fighting? Or maybe it was... Well, I don't know. Or, like, beat-em-ups. Beat-em-ups. Like, Double Dragon style? or Yes. Yeah, there was a lot of those that I just didn't play in there. I, I seriously, and I don't know what happened to it. When I got married, I, I got it, and then I don't know if, like, he did something with it or what. I honestly just don't remember. But there was probably at least 20 games, and I played two of them. <laughs> there was a lot of baseball ones, a lot of sport ones. Go sports! Go sports! So, should we take a little break, and yeah. I will come back with a little story? Yes. Wow. Thanks for letting me talk. That was a first. What? Wow! <laughs> Good thing I'm editing this out. This will be on the Patreon-only episode. Um. Or, yes. Episode for Patreon members only. So you gotta go into that Patreon. Well, they'll be able to hear it after. <laughs> <So. laughs> Yeah, way to go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, we're back. And Peaches, can I have your attention, please? Well, the real peaches. Please stand up. Please stand up. I so, no, nah, I didn't figure. Comfy in my seat, so I figured you would be. <laughs> there are a handful of games that I have experienced on my own. There's been a ton of games that I've experienced through friends, but growing up, I didn't have a lot of my own games. I would only get them, you know, for my birthday or Christmas. Which is typically how a lot of people are. When I started getting older, I could mow lawns and do more to earn money to buy stuff. But when we got the Nintendo, it was amazing because somehow, and I don't know how, my grandma must have been conversing with Santa Claus, both my grandmas, but we ended up getting a bunch of games. Uh, you didn't tell them? I had no idea we were getting a Nintendo. Oh, okay. You didn't know. You didn't have a Nintendo already. Okay, no. Sorry. No, I, I got my Nintendo for Christmas. And both of my grandmas, well, both sets of grandparents, ended up getting our family Nintendo games to go with it. Which, as a kid, I knew they were expensive, but I had no grasp on the American dollar. <laughs> like, I had a gas station across the street from my house. I could buy bubblegum for five cents. I could buy Swedish fish for a penny. So surely Nintendo games weren't much more than that, right? Well, no, I knew. Oh. But I, I think I was thinking that they were like 10, 15 bucks. I don't know. 
I have no idea how my little kid brain was working. I just knew. How I much loved. were they back then? They were still pretty pricey. And anywhere. Because I mean, ten, fifteen bucks was expensive. Anywhere back between in the day. <laughs> thirty-five to fifty-two dollars still. Wow. <clears throat> and I know that because uh, my one grandma found an advertisement from Toys R Us in her basement. Grandma B. And, uh... Why, why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> I was just thinking uh, Grandma B, and then I was like, oh, wait. Her first name They both could be B. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, okay, wait a wait second. Wait a minute. <laughs> but, I mean, it's amazing because it has the coolest G.I. Joes. It has Ninja Turtles, Transformers. I mean, it has the... The G.I. Joe boat, I think it was called the Manta Ray, that had the hydrofoils that it raised up. And I remember taking it into the bath with me and then being let down because it didn't float like (laughs) it did on the box. And I was like, Anyways, I'm getting off point here. Uh, A couple of the games that we got. We got the original Ninja Turtles with the dam level. I love the dam level. I'm sorry. I got skills to pay the bills. I can get through that without losing a turtle. <laughs> that, I, I had so much practice on that. I can't beat the, the freaking giant mouser to save my life. So I've never beat that game either. But we had that game. We had Wheel of Fortune. We had the original uh, Ghostbusters, which See, and I I'm don't understand that game whatsoever. I think that that was in this game too, or in like the bundle that I had. Could be. There was a lot that were like, so confusing. The, the to second me. Ghostbuster game my my neighbor got, and it was hands down the greatest Ghostbuster game ever made on the Nintendo. But it sucked because there was no boss battle. Like no final boss battle. What? Like you're. You're just done. Yeah, you're just done, and so. Uh, we got a game called King's Knight, which is probably one of the first games that I had ever beat on Nintendo. And it took me probably easily two months to figure out what I was supposed to do. Was that your life? Or Will of Fortune? No, that was not okay, my Will of Fortune. Either. Sorry. Yeah, oh, you're fine. Uh, now you made me forget. I'm so ones. sorry. I ended up getting uh, Excite Bike, and of course the Super Mario and Duck Hunt cartridge. Yeah. I I spent more more time on Duck Hunt than I think any other game when we first got it, because of the fact that. My dad would play with the zapper. My mom would play with the zapper. That's right. And so we would have a grand old time as a family, steering ducks away, trying to screw each other over. <laughs> which you can do. Yeah, which Peaches had no idea. <laughs> and, and, and to be honest... till two years ago. I've had several listeners let me know that they had no idea that you could steer the duck. That's funny. That's probably why no one wanted to play that game with me, because we didn't know it was a two-player growing up. See, and it was a two-player. You just had to take turns. 
Oh, yeah. And I was horrible. Anyway. When when we got the Retron and the Zapper, and we started prepping for our Zapper episode, the kids <laughs> had so much fun playing duck hunt. I mean, shooting clay pigeons, shooting the ducks, having the damn dog laugh at you. <laughs> exactly. It was just a grand old time. There is something special about the Nintendo, even nowadays. To the point where the, the warm glow is just so inviting. The music takes you back to a simpler time in your life. It's true. And the thing that I absolutely think is tops about the Nintendo for me is the fact that it was back in a day where going out and getting a game was an experience. Where nowadays you can pop on the PlayStation Store, Xbox Live, whatever, and pick out something and then have it downloaded. You you could pre-order and then as soon as it hits midnight, the game is downloaded on your console. Yeah. This, you didn't have YouTube. You couldn't watch trailers or previews or, you know, gameplay to see if it was a game that you wanted. You went to the store and there huge glass display cases. Like at Walmart nowadays. But you've got just box art that tells you a story. And most time, the story that they told on the box was not what you got <laughs> during the game. Like, for instance, the original Mega Man. Uh, they commissioned the artwork from a guy who just... That was the one that I had. That's the one I had. She's been uh, Googling images of Wheel of Fortune. And so we just found uh, the cart that we both had. Which, to be honest, oh, we, really, we really need that Wheel of Fortune. We do. So, so they had them in the... In the display cases. But like I was saying, Mega Man, oh, they, yes. they commissioned the artist. Guy didn't know anything about the game. They just said, you know, shoots from the arm, whatever. So it's this weird looking guy holding a pistol. Me Mega Man doesn't have a pistol. No, if you were to not know Mega Man and you were grabbing that box. Yeah. And you're like... Why is he shooting from, like, some arm cannon thing? And then you'd be like, what the heck? When and, you started playing it. And to be honest, the box art didn't get any better till I think, the third one. I mean, it was still, like, weird looking. I mean, the helmet, the coloring on the first one, he was in blue and yellow. Instead of blue and blue. But you expected a lot from the box art. Well, that's really all you could go off of then, was it, just the box art and what it explains. Exactly. So they, whoever their artists were, like had to be on top of their game. They really did. And a lot of them weren't. Because a lot of them were, you know, games pro programmed in Japan, and then they'd commission an American artist. And yeah. And say, okay, this is what our game is about give just a highlight and they would be expected to do something amazing and then and then sometimes <laughs> you got I'm sure you got lots of misinterpretation too e exactly 
uh, one of the games that really, really broke my heart was Marble Madness. That is one game that we had, but we ended up buying two different carts. Or getting two different carts. My apologies. Uh, we got one, put it in. We couldn't make it work whatsoever. And so I was like, well, maybe, maybe our Nintendo's broken. But I put in another one, and it worked right away. Put in Marvel Madness, didn't work. Put in the other one, it worked. Put in Mario, it worked. Put in Mario 2, it worked. King's Knight, it worked. Ninja Turtles, it worked. Put in Marvel Madness, nothing. You so couldn't exchange it? We exchanged it for oh. another copy. Took that back, and it played. And I was like, righteous, and all of a sudden, crash. Like, just the weird pixelation, yeah. error code thing on the screen, yeah, with numbers showing up. Take it out, blow on it, do the old school Nintendo tricks, put it back in worse than before. I could rent Marble Madness and have it play, but for whatever reason, the only time that we were interested in buying Marble Madness, it would not work on our Nintendo. And I think, honestly, we ended up trading, like, we took it back, we're like, hey, we can't get this one to work either. And they're like, for real? We're like, yeah. We don't want to try another one, though. They're like, well, what else do you want? And this is all within, like, a day or two. And so it was my grandparents running me probably... They're like, we're not doing this again. Yeah, 15, 20 minutes away one day, and then coming back the, the next day, and then just a repeat. And then I, I, I can't remember the game that I got instead. It's on the tip of my tongue, though. Can you see it? I don't see it. I actually have it in my stack over there, so let me... So I was just remembering one of the games with looking at these pictures. One of them was Off-Road. That was in my little bundle. It was Double Dragon 3 in the Sacred Stone. Oh. So that is how I actually got into the Double Dragon series. It was the third one. I didn't play the second one until after I'd already got the third one. you're looking at. I'm just looking at the games trying to like... Trying to figure out which you yeah, owned? Just seeing if anything strikes up a memory. Do you want to know something cool about the Nintendo? What? We have discussed a little bit already about that little Nintendo seal of quality. Mm -hmm. That meant that each manufacturer could only have about five games a year. And then we discussed how Ultra was really a branch off of Konami. It was like Konami Junior, because it's what they they had to do to release ten games a year. The Nintendo had like seven hundred and forty games in its lifespan. Actual games, licensed games, and then they had like a hundred and forty-two unlicensed games. 
So in the span of six years, that is impressive. Yeah. That's what I was just about to ask. Well, how long was its lifespan? Well, I mean... Before, like, a new console came out? Is that what you're meaning? That's basically the gist that I'm saying. Released in 85, and then the Super Nintendo dropped in 91. But they still manufactured games after the Super Nintendo was released. So that they, if they had, you know, customers that weren't going to graduate up to a new console right away, they'd still be able to uh, cater to them. I think Yoshi's Cookie was one of the last Nintendo games actually released. We're, we're actually going to Google that. Because I'm I'm curious about this. The last physical release was Wario's Woods. December 10th, 1994. Wario's Woods. And the PAL exclusive, The Lion King, in 95. Hmm. What is, have you ever played Wario's Woods? I have. What is it? Uh, it is kind of a... Is it a golf game? No. I wish. <laughs> We'd own it. I know. That's what I was going to say. Uh, they, they had it on the Switch, on the the NES library. We do have that mm-hmm. one now. Um, it's a weird game, kind of Tetrisy, Dr. Mario style. Because of Wario? I, I don't understand oh. how it's played. Uh, Wario is throwing things, and Toad has to rearrange things. Oh. And somehow it clears levels. I never understood it. And I say I never like I've been playing it all my life. I played it once on the Switch, and I didn't realize that as Toad you could run up the stacks so you could grab stuff higher up. I thought you had to, like, grab the entire stack. I think it's too soon to mention the Switch. (sighs) I I say that almost every day (laughs) when, when I talk to the crew. Like, there's fantastic stuff coming out on it. Um, Like, Link's Awakening, and then they just added the SNES Classic Library. Oh, really? I love the SNES. Sweet. But we no longer have a Switch. And it sucks. (laughs) But it's life. Uh, We'll end up getting another one down the road, but... Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I mean... I have been playing. I mean, you have a shit ton of language (laughs) game stuff. I mean, you have a crap ton of game stuff, so you're fine. Am I though? (laughs) Am I? Yes. We'll uh, we'll take a little break and then come right back. Okay. So, for those of you who have been listening since day one, the story behind the podcast is 
Peach has got tired of me telling video game stories to her. <laughs> and so she begged me <laughs> to find a group of people who would listen. And so here we are. So here we are. <laughs> I'm sorry. No. <laughs> no, actually, two years ago for my birthday, we could not get our hands on an S Classic. So through the magic of Amazon, we found a Chinese 501 little emulator. Looked just like a, a Nintendo classic, but filled with garbage games. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, it has like maybe 25 to 30. So appreciative. Oh. But did I play it? Yes. Yes, I did. It has about 25 to 30 really, really great games on it. The Adventure Island series, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I honestly am grateful for that little Chinese emulator because as we're unboxing it, plugging it in, and we're sitting on the floor playing it, I'm just rattling off story after story after story. And so last year, my my beautiful wife was kind enough to get me a Retron 2. And I could finally start collecting physical cards. Not just Nintendo, but Super Nintendo as well. I love the Nintendo. It's what I cut my teeth on. But Super Nintendo is where video gaming really started blowing my mind. The things that it could do in Street Fighter, uh, digitized sprites in Mortal Kombat, uh, the fantastically juggalicious bouncing Helga on Clay Fighter. I mean, just the way that they could make more depth. Uh, the Mode 7, I mean, Super Nintendo was really really a fantastic innovation. So the fact that for the three birthdays that I've been able to share with my wife she has hands down known what I should have what would make me happy and so far three years three ways to play Nintendo. I think that's pretty freaking fantastic. And so thank you, thank you, thank you. You're welcome. I'm glad you enjoy them. Would you say that I enjoy them? Or would you say <laughs> that I absolutely enjoy them? I would probably say you absolutely enjoy them. Uh, we've been doing plasma. And through my plasma donations, I've been able to save up and by a pretty decent streaming setup. I've got my, my capture card, I've got a new microphone, and a ring light. So it's all purdy <laughs> on my webcam. But I have been playing Super Metroid. I, I started out streaming because the PlayStation has the share button. And it's been great because a lot of the stuff that I've enjoyed streaming the most from my PS4 had been DuckTales, uh, Mega Man, uh, games that you would find on an old school Nintendo. Yeah, that's true. And so now 
I have been using my capture card to capture moments that I didn't get to have when I was a kid. I've been playing Super Metroid, as I've said. I've been doing a blind playthrough. And I am looking forward to doing a lot more blind play playthroughs. So people, if they want, they can either see me super giddy, super excited about progressing, or you can see me rage like there's no tomorrow because I don't understand how to progress in a game. Uh, I used to stream from my phone super early in the morning when Peaches used to teach uh, English as a second language to Japanese students. Chinese. Chinese students, sorry. Uh, and I would get on and I played Star Fox once. I played Castlevania a little bit. And everybody should know by now, Castlevania is my absolute favorite series. I suck on it on the PS4. There's just something that is so weird about playing a Nintendo game on a PlayStation controller. DuckTales it didn't really bother me or matter to me because uh, DuckTales Remastered got dropped on PS3. So I'd kind of gotten used to it. But... You got used to Castlevania playing it that way, though. Because you got really good at it. <laughs> you got like a hundred percent completion. Well, no, that's that's Symphony of the Night, though. Symphony of the Night was released on the original PlayStation. I'm talking about the the Konami Castlevania Collection, though. Oh, I don't know. The original Castlevania, <laughs> Castlevania Two, Castlevania Three, Super Castlevania Four. I thought you got good at those. I'm I'm good at one on the NES Classic. I'm good at Super Castlevania 4, but I don't understand the second one, or Dracula's Curse. But mainly because I haven't really tried Dracula's Curse. <laughs> I really want to beat the first one! <laughs> it's a matter of timing jumps. Like, for some reason, it looks so simple, but those games are brutally unforgiving. And that's why... The box speaks the truth. It is the most challenging... What did it say? Most challenging system? Yeah. And it is. But... Yeah. How many good memories do we have? <laughs> like sitting next to our buddies, rooting them on, and when they finally make that jump or something, we're just ecstatic and high-fiving and stuff. Oh, I was the worst. Anytime I played with anyone, I'd be saying in my head, die, 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 die. So it was my turn. <laughs> I wasn't ever cheering for anyone. You're a good sport. I am not. It's fine. I'm, I'm okay with that. Well, well no, I was going to say, <laughs> typically, when I was playing one-player games at my house, uh, I wanted to be super fair. I've always been trying to be as fair as I could possibly be. And so, if you passed a level, you passed the controller. If you died, you passed the controller. So either way, yeah. you know, you're, you're trying to work together to get further. Okay. So that, that, was, that was my Nintendo experience at my house. Now, I have talked many, many times about the friend that I had that when it was a one-player game, it was watching him. 
I did not want to be like that. That was one of the inspirations for fairness in, in my Nintendo career. I wanted to be able to have memories and enjoy stuff and have people want to come over and play games with me. Because I had plenty of games that I could play by myself. I mean, King's Knight's a one-player game. It's got some great music, and it's a weird vertical scroller. And it's just neat. It's one of the games I have to find. <laughs> like, if you have an extra copy, get in touch with me. We'll, we'll work a deal. We'll do something. I, I don't know. But I, I really want to find that game. Uh, I've got it on my Chinese emulator. But those... Uh, Sorry, my chair is yeah, squeaky. super squeaky. And that's the chair that I stream from. <laughs> Jeez. But... Uh, it's on my little Chinese emulator, but the controllers just don't feel... They look like a Nintendo controller. Yeah, but they suck. But they don't feel like one. They're not as responsive. I was listening to that podcast the other day about how horrible... Like, how we were explaining how horrible those were. See, and it's funny because I don't think people realize that. And we found out that the 7-Eleven buyer house sells those little Chinese emulators. I know. So weird. Yeah, what a freaking so small <laughs> world. Random. But these are the memories that we have with the NES. Just an overall impression that we've gained. Do you have anything else to share? No. What is your general consensus of the Nintendo Entertainment System? It's a classic, and it's fun. It's hard. It's challenging. It's freaking challenging, but so many memories from it. Whether you played it or not, if you grew up in that era of the Nintendo Entertainment System, you know about it. If you didn't have one, you were jealous of it's those. It's true, because that that's, that's how I was. I was like, oh, I just want to be able to play it. And I don't know. It's fun. I One of my favorite games is on it now. I didn't play it until two years ago. A year ago. What game would that be? Final Fantasy. So here's a quick question to anyone who's listening that follows us on Instagram or on Twitter. Let me know if you would like to see Peaches stream Final Fantasy. I would do it. Because I am trying to convince her, because she's an affiliate. <laughs> And she has followers, but would you guys be interested in watching her play? I would love to get her a stream schedule, not just so she'll be getting more into games, but because I like watching her do something that I would never do. Like Final Fantasy. I honestly, <laughs> I, I can watch it. And I can enjoy it that way, but if I played it, it wouldn't be the same enjoyment. It's true. Like, I would just be, well, this is stupid. Why don't you just go over and punch him? Just while I'm punching him in the face, why don't you cast a spell on the other guy and make him punch himself in the face? <laughs> like, I, I just don't get it. I mean, and she doesn't enjoy every game that I enjoy, and that's fine. It's the fact that it makes her happy, and it makes me happy seeing her happy. So, let us know if you would enjoy 
Peaches streaming some Final Fantasy Final Fantasy take turns I fighting can actually action. stream Final Fantasy 7 again now because remember when I was streaming that it was through my phone and it kept just stopping set on the PS2 I think it. I think you were streaming from the PS2. Yes. It's a PS1 game though. Yes. But yeah, you could do that. It it'd be so yeah. nice to see you progress with a game series Excuse me. that you actually like. And if you guys can hear some noise, our kids are upstairs grinding wood on wood. <laughs> Sorry. We, we've got hardwood floors and we've got chairs that they're apparently dragging across the floor to tell us. Miss A. Um, but thank you for listening to us ramble on about the Nintendo. Yeah. Like, you have no idea how much this little console means to me. Well, y you might. If it means anything to you guys, then you might understand what it means to me. It's my gateway into gaming. It's a a Atari, Atari might have opened the door, but there was never anything on the Atari that blew my mind. There was never anything on Atari that I could play for hours and hours and hours. Ping. 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 <laughs> but, I mean, <laughs> Atari had its moment. And Atari did a lot of great things. But in the long run... It was Nintendo that saved gaming. And Genesis might do what Nintendo don't, but where's your Sega at now, Peter? <laughs> That's right! <laughs> so right now we are going to do a couple special shout-outs uh, for Patreon subscribers. Uh, Aaron Gobrad, the Perler King. That's, he's, not, he's not calling himself that. I am dubbing him. The Perler King, because that guy is, is freaking, freaking fantastic. Yeah, I was going to say, he's freaking amazing. The most humble guy you will ever speak to about video game art and stuff. He he just blows my mind, though. He gets better every piece that he does, and yeah. he is absolutely phenomenal. I mean, he's so great, other people have to steal his stuff and claim as theirs, so... Exactly. But, nope. Only one and only Aaron, Aaron Goldbrad. Uh, the gaming power-ups. My Canadian brother from another mother. One of the coolest guys you'll ever meet. That you wish was your lover. What? I don't know. It rhymed. It's, uh, it's so <laughs> weird. So weird. <laughs> but he uh, he has a great YouTube channel out there. The, the coolest thing about it is it's not trying to be anything except for itself. Uh, How-to videos, you know, how to clean your cartridges... Uh, how to fix a shell on a Game Boy SP. Uh, gift buying guides. Yeah, no, it's good. He he really knows his stuff, especially when it comes to Legend of Zelda. Uh, the dude helped me out on uh, Symphony of the Night like you would not believe. Uh, absolutely love that guy. Nothing but respect for him. And then Old Switch Gamer. Old Switch Gamer still... Old Switch Gamer. Yeah, we love you, man. Uh, it's been a long time. Been a long time. He is a fantastic Crash Bandicoot player. Oh, yes. 
that's what we started watching that's him stream. That was the, my most favorite streams. And, <laughs> like, just, just a great guy. Uh, love, love you, man. Uh, thank you to all that support on Instagram, on Twitter, on Twitch. Uh, would you like to drop your information, love? What am I? The Happy Sober Peach? I think so. I am the Happy Sober Peach on Instagram. I am Producer Peaches still on Twitter. Twitter on the Twitter. And I would like to shout out and tell my dad happy birthday. I'm not sure how old he would have been, but yeah, that's it for me. And then you can find Grab Life by the Controller on Instagram and Twitch at Grab Life by the Controller. You can find us on Twitter at GLTBC. I always have to think about it. My name is super long, and Twitter was like, not having that, son. <laughs> so I, I abbreviated it. But thank you to everyone. And I don't even think I'm going to have a closing segment. I think this is just going to wrap it up. So All right. Love, peace, and chicken grease. Peace. We out.